Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to this brand new podcast called Business and Books with Molly McCord. That is me, where we will gather and talk about the world of business and books and strategies to help you grow as an entrepreneur, author, solopreneur, healer, or anyone offering their gifts to the world. I have over 25 years of sales, marketing, and business development experience, including being an author of 11 well, it's like 10 and a half books. I've worked with clients in 20 countries, hundreds of clients in 20 countries. I've done a lot of small business development to help others uh, reach new results with their business, whatever that might be. It's different at every point of your business's development. I've managed email lists of 8 million, and on and on it goes. Um, just I've had a wide range of experiences that I want to give back to you to help you with what you may need right now. So in this show, I'll be sharing with you real-world stories, uh, some really cool insights or tips I've learned along the way. I'll share with you some things that have worked for my clients. I'll share with you what has not worked for them. I think that's always valuable to hear as well. And other other topics that I am excited about and want to help guide you with. So this podcast is new. However, I have been podcasting since 2012 over on another channel of mine uh, where I talk about consciousness and metaphysical topics. I know that's not everybody's thing, but that is uh, the area, the playground I've been playing in, if you will, where I've learned a lot. And as an indie author, I feel that I can really help other authors understand what this amazing world of publishing is these days. So I have a lot to share with you. And because of that, um, I don't have a set schedule yet for this podcast. That's because I'm going to just hop on and do a show when I want to, when I need to say something or get it out there. I currently have eight topics already lined up that I want to uh, discuss and share with you. So I'm going to have a little bit of an abnormal schedule, which means you'll probably hear a new podcast every few days or so, so that I can get this content out there. So please subscribe to the show, and that's how you'll be aware of the latest episode and uh, what I am gabbing about next. So in this first episode, we're going to talk about the sales process because that's what so many people want to improve. You know, we all want better results in our sales game. And whether you are an author who's looking for new readers or you are an entrepreneur or a business owner who is just trying to make sure you're getting the right people, um, I want to help you with that in this first show. So we're going to talk about the sales process and what is that. And, you know, there's so many ways to talk about it. But I'm going to narrow in and focus in on three types of leads. Now, we call it lead gen, uh, lead generation, or customer acquisition, <laughs> or when we're going out there to find new people to offer our services, programs, uh, products, you know, anything that you're here to sell and share. And the sales process cannot be just one thing, which I hope you understand. It's many things. And 
the way that you will improve your sales process is by implementing what? This is a pop quiz. It's a one-sided pop quiz. Um, The best ways that you can really drive and improve your sales process is by establishing multiple revenue channels. Multiple revenue channels. And I talk more about this on my website, online. And you'll find there a bunch of topics and videos where I go into more depth on some of these topics. So be sure and check that out because I talk more about how you need to establish multiple revenue channels. But before or as you do that, you have to have an awareness about the different types of leads that are out there. So three types of leads. Now, off the top of your head, do you know what those are? Really simple. You just have to go to your closest sink, (laughs) your closest faucet, and it's cold, warm, hot. There it is. It's that simple. Cold leads, warm leads, hot leads. And I'm going to talk about what each of those are because they're each uniquely different and you need to understand how they work together and how each one is a customer or a reader with different needs and different requirements. So let me share with you a story first. Back in 2000, I had just graduated from college, and there were jobs everywhere. It was almost like you go out the door and you're just tripping over jobs. Uh, the economy was going really strong. Uh, this was before the. This was during the um, big dot com boom, and I had a lot of friends who were starting at tech companies or starting up tech companies. And it was just a very prosperous time for jobs. And I graduated from college with a degree in political science. And I just wanted to move somewhere, get my career going, and you know, kind of figure it out later. So I wasn't all that picky, and I didn't have to be. So through a friend of a friend, I was offered and, and found a job as a personal banker in Portland, Oregon. So I moved to Portland, Oregon, and got into banking which I knew nothing about. Uh, It was my first job, obviously, and I had leadership experience, which I really liked, and I'd been in sales before. I've always had sales jobs, I think. And so as a personal banker, you are in a sales position. You're selling for the bank. And we had a very strict process that we took clients through. Okay, so so I'm I'm going to actually reframe how you think about a bank or any financial institution here because when you walk in, they're looking at how they can win your business, right? You probably know that because your business is money and they want your money. <laughs> so you walk into the bank and someone, perhaps a teller, um, offers you if you want to open a new checking account and and you say, sure, I could use that right about now. I was looking for a new one. Well, that teller gets credit because they are sending you over to someone like me who is going to sit you down and open a new checking account. Now, in my world as a personal banker, there were all these different products that I was evaluated on selling. And they had these crazy standards that no one could ever obtain about how many products you needed to sell a day, and then how that led to certain a week and certain a month. 
And so there was always these numbers and always these unobtainable goals to reach, but they were supposed to motivate you. So you'd come over and sit down with me, and uh, we'd talk about a checking account, okay? And then we'd maybe talk about a savings account, and then we'd talk about a debit account, and we'd talk about a credit account, credit card. Okay, right there, four products I'm selling you. But you're thinking, do I need this? Can I use this? Is this a benefit to me? But me as the banker, I'm I'm getting you further into the bank system, right? I'm bringing you in further with addressing your needs and how I can help you and what you're looking for right now. Oh, do you need an equity line of credit? Oh, do you need a home loan? Where's your mortgage at? Um, do you have overdraft protection on your checking account? Um do you need to transfer between different accounts? And on and on. And all of these things are different products for the bank. There are different ways they make money. So you sit down, you open a checking account, maybe a few other things, and I as the banker, it's my job to not only get your information but to assess your needs. So as I'm doing that, I'm taking in your information and I'm determining more about your family perhaps, um, do you have you know, a child who's going to be going to college? Do you need help financing that? Do you have um, some, sometimes I dealt with people who had just inherited money. Well, then I would refer them to a financial manager. Guess what? I got points for that. Um, anything that brings people further in to the bank system, the bank services, I, as that personal banker, would get sales credit for that. And so... All of this is about addressing your needs and addressing where you're at in life. In fact, we had this huge chart about, with, based on all this data that told us, um, depending on your age, we could kind of guess what some of your needs were. And this chart, I mean, it was so intricate. It was like at age 33, you're probably a little bit more solid in your career and you either own a home or you want to own a home so maybe I talk about home equity products or home loans. Uh, if you're 63, well, maybe you're looking for a little bit more financial security, and we can talk about different types of investment um, options, such as certificates of deposit or what is the uh, interest rate on your current savings account, and on and on. So as a banker, not only did I have all these different products to sell, but it was my job to bring in people who were different types of leads, okay? Cold leads, warm leads, hot leads. So let me talk about what each of those are. A cold lead that I want you to know about, whether you're online or in person, a cold lead is someone who does not know you. They're brand new to your books. They're brand new to what you offer or what you sell. And you reach out to them, maybe unsolicited, um, and you offer them free anything. Now, you see this all the time on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, free download, free checklist, free course, free to those are people who are who are looking to find cold leads, new people. You're new. You don't know them, right? And so they're trying to get they they want to see if you're a good fit for what they sell. And they are new. They are bringing something new to you. So you, as the person selling, okay, this is where you have developed your free offer, 
um, anything that introduces you. And you're you're basically, you have to think of it as an introduction. You know, you put your strength forward. You put your best foot forward. Uh, you offer a free chapter of your book. Uh, you you pre-qualify people for something. They are basically, they're coming to you and they have no attachment to you. Here's another example. Free food samples at Costco. It's a free sample. Everyone knows it's free. You go up there, you take a slice of the, you know, grilled cheese that they're serving up, and you eat it, and there's no obligation, and you don't have to buy the product, and you don't have to do anything else except just take the free sample. That's cold lead generation. They're trying to get you to buy the product by sampling it first. So to to do this in your business, you're basically giving something away for free. And this this truthfully is the name of the game right now in so many ways, especially online, free everything, right? I mean, you can get free books. You can get free half-hour coaching sessions, you can get free downloads and free courses, um, all of that. All of that is designed to bring you in the door. Or let's reverse roles. All of that is designed for you to bring people in the door. Now, depending how well you target those free, to that to a certain audience, those free items will either have a higher conversion rate, or they won't, right? If you were, so you're you're selling cheese in Costco, you're giving away cheese for free, well, anyone will eat cheese. I mean, it's kind of like garlic bread. Anyone will eat garlic bread. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're going to buy it. So that's a very wide target market. You're, maybe you're slimming down um, your odds of selling. But at the same time, if you understand that, you're going to give away a lot to get some purchases, there is that quick conversion that happens with the cold lead. So what happens with these free downloads, for example, you give a free chapter away, you give a free um, coaching session, or you do something, a free checklist, you are typically putting in there information to take the connection further, to take the relationship further and Turn them into a warm lead, all right? So a cold lead is someone who's brand new to you. They know nothing about you. They have no obligation to you because they don't have a relationship with you. They don't have a relationship with you. And a warm lead is how you continue to develop and nurture that relationship. So this is the person who already knows what you offer. Maybe they did buy something from you before. They bought another book or they bought... Um, one of your services, or they've just seen you around. Maybe they haven't bought anything yet. They've seen you on social media. They've followed you. They're on your email list. Um, they're aware of your products. They're aware of what you do. They're warm to you, right? They're they're like, oh, yeah, I'm interested. I'll stick around, and I, I enjoy what they have, or I want to continue the relationship. That's what a warm lead does. So the cold lead is the introduction, The warm lead is, yeah, sure, we can keep going with this. (laughs) And it it continues the momentum forward. So a warm lead would also be a pre-qualified credit card offer. Now, not something we have here in the States, um, but that's basically the credit card company says, well, you're pre-qualified because of whatever they've looked at for your data, 
So you're pre-qualified. So it's a warm lead. So they somehow already know a bit about you, and so they're going to give you a better offer or a better deal. Another example of a warm lead would be uh, a referral where you say, oh, you know, someone's already had, say, a session with you, a coaching session, and then they say, well, hey, invite a friend, and you both get a bonus or you both get a deal. Uh, That's a warm lead. A warm lead is someone who already has the perception that you have value for them. And they're more likely to buy because of that. So the sales process is all about, you know, switching someone from that cold lead into the warm lead and then to the hot lead. I'm going to back up here and go back to my banking experience as an example. So that person who walks in to deposit, make a deposit in the bank, and they talk to the teller, and the teller offers them the possibility of opening a checking account, and they say yes, that person's already a warm lead because they're already doing business with the bank. They're not cold off the street, right? They already have some kind of connection with the bank, and whether they're happy with their experience or they're, um, it's just a convenience thing. What I found as a personal banker is that people have accounts all over town. And one of the other games people play, or I should say sales pressure <laughs> that comes from above, is to get people to move all of their accounts over to one bank. Um, but then there were issues with this because the FDIC only insures a certain amount of money per an account, per a person. So some people would diversify and be like, well, I'm going to keep you know, 10 grand over here or 20 grand over there. So anyways, that was another thing is that you were trying to get more business so that that business wouldn't go elsewhere. So that person who sits down in front of me to open that checking account is a warm lead, and I am converting them um, into a hot lead. We're going to call it a hot lead because that means you seal the deal. They're ready to buy. They're ready, in this case, to transfer money from one account to another or from one bank to another. And so a hot lead is someone who's ready to buy now. And what's fascinating these days is how the sales process online has changed where everyone does a pre-launch in order to create more hot leads when they do launch. So they create anticipation. You can see this with a book launch uh, where people, you know, they'll start uh, talking about the book two months or one month in advance to give people a heads up this is coming, to generate excitement, uh, to create buzz, to create, you know, the word of mouth, uh, so that by the time the book is released, people are saying, yes, download now, click now, order the paperback now. Well, that is all part of the the online sales process. That's why there is that pre-launch. The hot leads are the people who already trust you, who already know you, who want what you've got. They just want it. Take my money. I want what you have. That's what the hot leads will say. And hot leads are, of course, uh, the sales. That's the person who is saying yes to what you're selling. And so the whole sales process here 
is moving people from that cold lead, which is, I don't know who you are, let me introduce myself, the introduction, to the warm lead, where you have a conversation, you get to know what they're about, you share what you're about, you assess their needs, they assess your benefits, and then, yes, I'm ready to buy. This is different depending on the types of products you sell and whether you're conducting business um, in a brick-and-mortar, a retail store, uh, in person, and online. The online process is the fastest. It's immediate. And chances are you are very much aware of that because it's everywhere these days. It's just everywhere on every platform. And that's how the social media channels make money um, is through the Facebook ads, through Instagram ads, through all these other you know ways that people can pay to advertise their free download or their book or their program or their product or their you know scarf or their candle. <laughs> So the online environment has changed the sales process. It's it's made it faster where you have this immediate gratification, right? Especially if you can download something right away. It's different offline. If you've ever had to buy a car in a car dealership, at least here in America, it takes hours. It's ridiculous, really. But it's a longer sales process, assuming they have the inventory and what you want and it's not special ordered and it's on the lot and they don't have to ship it in, you know, all those details. But the idea is that it's still the same sales process. Now, one thing I want to help you with is that it's important to see here how a sales process is, dating. It's relationship development. Relationship development. And I actually believe that is the key takeaway, is that if you can see it from that angle, it's going to shift your expectations and and how you come across and how you do it. Because there are people who have horrible relationship development skills. Or it's a it's it's not an enjoyable sales process. Let me put it that way. It's like being walking through the mall and the solicitor comes up to you and it's stuffing, you know, free samples of perfume in your face or a free sample of this or tries teriyaki chicken, you know, and and maybe yes, you say yes. Well, I think for food, it's easy to say yes. But for anything else, it can be intrusive, right? So you want to be aware of how the sales process is unfolding, how they are trying to bring in cold leads, turn them into warm leads, so that you're someone who buys. I have a friend who's a real estate developer, or excuse me, a real estate agent, and she works with developers and brokers and all kinds of people. And she has said that, you know, it's really a lot of just ongoing cold leads is where, She spends her days, whether it's making phone calls or trying to put up um, postcards or flyers. Um, And and all of that can zap you if you're only feeling like you're doing cold lead generation. So 
for you to help increase your sales, really focus on your warm leads, the people who already know you, who already value you, who already relate to what you do. Those are the people that you really want to nurture and develop their relationship with. And maybe they haven't bought anything from you for whatever reason. Um, If you offer more expensive things, it could be a financial reason. Or um, maybe it's a timing issue and it's just not the right time for them. Or maybe they bought everything you have. What I want to help you do is nurture those people who are already on board and put time into them. Because those are the people who are then going to do the work for you, quote-unquote, of bringing in more cold leads, right? They're going to tell their friends. Um, The referral business, the word-of-mouth business is truly gold. That's where the gold is. And as an author, I can attest to that. I would say that um, for some of my books, it's really the word-of-mouth is how things take off. And you can't buy that. You know, you can't buy that. Um, and that's that's really what you want is the word of mouth from those people who are either your warm leads or who have already purchased from you. So something I want to uh, suggest or invite you to do is to look at how people are selling to you. So you're on the other, we all are on the other side of someone else's sales process all the time. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And not just online, although you can find the quickest examples online. But it's in person. It's on TV. It's on the radio. It's billboards as you're driving around. It's everywhere. People are always selling something. And it might be disguised as something else or masked. Uh, but understand it's a sales process. So look at what grabs you to take action. What is effective to you? And I believe this is some of the best research we can do, is to look at how it's done really well and how it's done really poorly. Uh, Back to the bank story. We would have these uh, nights, maybe once a quarter, where we really had to focus on developing our mortgage customers and we would stay late after work, after six, and order in pizza, and there would be three of us, myself, the assistant manager, and the manager. And we would call. We had, of course, you know, so much data, so we, could, we always knew. We had these long lists of clients. We would call all of the mortgage customers in our area who were our customers and check in on their mortgage and check in on their rate and their amount and, you know, do all that. It was a customer service call, disguised as a customer service call. And yet we were always trying to upsell, get a word-of-mouth referral. We were doing anything to stir up those warm leads. Now, these these are people who purchased, so they were um, customers, but we were looking for their warm leads. Like we were looking for them to suggest a family member or perhaps someone else, you know, a friend or, you know, someone on their PTA board to um, refer us for the mortgage. Then there were the nights when we did the cold calls. Oh, those are the worst. And that was about 
uh, again, introducing the bank, introducing the rate, introducing all that stuff, and hoping that some of those cold calls would turn into warm leads. And that's, you know, I don't know about you, but that's that's not something I like. I found it trying. I found it hard. Um, I dreaded it. You know, it's like, oh, please, can I be sick? But no, I wasn't. And then um, the bank, you know, always wants you to perform. But um, it's necessary. It's part of our job. No matter what you're doing, you know that sales keeps you going. It keeps you in business. It keeps things rolling. So we have to be aware of the sales process, and we have to be aware of how effective it is. Now, just a little follow-up note here. Um, I did follow all of the bank's training with sales, and somehow, some way, I ended up as the second-best banker in the state for, for a quarter. I don't know. It's so long ago now. But I was like, I don't know how this happened because I'm not a banker. I just followed their sales training. So – even if you're brand new to all this sales stuff, the more you practice it, it does get easier, it does get more effective, it does get better. It does work. There's a reason why we all do it. And it takes time, but you'll figure out exactly what you need. And if I can help you with that, um, I do offer strategy sessions. You can find out more on my website, online. And I hope this has helped you think more about your own sales process and how you can get out there a bit more with what you need in terms of relating to people. Remember, it's about relationships. And I'll be back soon with another episode where we'll talk more about these kind of topics so you can have even more at your disposal to build up exactly the business and book of your dreams. Thank you for connecting, and I hope to connect with you again soon. Take care.